0: morning <laughs> see if this thing will work Matthew nineteen thirteen through 15 then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them but the disciples rebuked them Jesus said let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these when we had placed his hand when he had placed his hands on them He went on from there, Ephesians 6, 4, Fathers, do not exasperate your children, instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. And Lord, we pray that you would uh, help us today and always to teach our children to pray and meet us now through your word, amen. Well, I'm not sure if I would call this a sermon, but what I want to talk to you this morning about is that prayer is one of the most important things we can teach children. The most life-changing thing we can do is to teach children to pray. Um, Raise your hand if you are a child under 12. Yeah, okay. Raise your hand if you are over 12. Okay, I think that's everyone. (laughs) If you are 12, okay, that's everyone. So this is for everyone because you are either a child, a young person learning to pray, or you have a relationship with a young person. You're a parent, a grandparent, older sibling, aunt, uncle, church member, whatever. You can teach a child to pray. Um, A few weeks ago, You know, it's softball and baseball season. And a few weeks ago, I was out in the yard on a Friday night uh, hitting some balls with Chloe. And uh, she was practicing her swing. And Avery Beor stopped by for Teen Night to help out with Teen Night. And I said, hey, Avery, would you mind giving Chloe a few pointers on her swing? And he came and, and showed her exactly what to do, gave her some great tips. And sure enough, she started just cranking them, just improving so much. I I love seeing that kind of stuff happen. I love this time of year when we see kids in baseball and softball developing their skills and we see all the adults helping teaching them and developing them. I think about something else that's really important to learn uh, would be reading, right? So we spend a lot of effort and money and time as a community and a society teaching kids to read. Why? Why? because it's life-changing, you know? And sports, like you learn all these good lessons through sports. You learn how to use your body. You learn how to uh, have teamwork. You learn how to persevere through difficulty. You learn how to win and lose. There's all kinds of good lessons to learn. And so we invest a lot in teaching kids sports. But how important is it to teach kids to pray, you know? Do we just assume they're going to figure it out on their own? We, we don't do that with baseball. We don't do that with reading. We don't do that with pretty much anything in life. We need to teach kids to pray. They're not born with all of these spiritual um, practices and instincts imprinted upon them. That comes from the adults and the older people in their life teaching them and guiding them. Now, we need to understand, too, that children can have a very real relationship with God. Children can understand the gospel. Children can trust in Jesus. Children can confess their sin. Children can learn to praise God. Children can pray. Children can pray. Ephesians 6.4 says, Fathers, or parents, Bring your children up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Which means we need to train and teach and guide. And that's possible because Jesus said, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. Children are capable of a real relationship with God. Uh, we just sung a song uh, about coming to Jesus in times of fear or trouble. How, how do we do that? How can children do that? By prayer. We need to teach kids to come to Jesus, to go to Jesus through prayer. You know, I grew up in the church. Uh, I had a Christian mother who taught me. I had Uh, Sunday school teachers, I had a pastor, and somehow I made it up through young adulthood with a very shallow prayer life. Like my prayer life was just asking for stuff when I needed it or calling out to God if I had done something really awful and felt guilty about, right? But that shouldn't be normal. (laughs) That shouldn't be normal. We have this wonderful community of Christians. We have these families, intergenerational Christian families. We have Sunday school teachers. We have older siblings. We have friends in the church. How important it is to teach our children to pray. So how do we do it? The good news, I think, is that we don't need a special program or any kind of like fancy, you know, curriculum to do it. Because... Just as prayer should be woven through our lives as adults and how we can model how we, we pray and we communicate with God, we can pray with children in all those situations. So maybe um, when a child in your life is really happy about something, um, the end of school or winning a game or the good food they're about to eat, We can say, let's thank God for this thing. Let's pray right now. What about uh, the worries and fears that children have that are very real, whether it's monsters under the bed or a test coming up or social anxiety at school? We can say, hey, let's talk to God about these things. Let's call out to him and ask him for help, right? What about times of sin and guilt and shame now we have to be careful with this because we don't want to manipulate kids and saying you need to confess your sin right that's spiritual manipulation but even children feel guilt feel shame and how important it is to teach them you can bring this to god you there is a loving heavenly father who you can you can tell this to and you can trust in Jesus for forgiveness of your sin. We're teaching kids to pray. Um, in our family, we have a little circle time uh, on good nights when, <laughs> when we have a little scripture and a little prayer time. And, and often we'll say, does anyone have anything they want to confess to God? Um, and sometimes Meg or I will share something. And sometimes one of the kids will share something. And we often have some really, um, I just think that's really important to do. So we can, through all these life experiences, we can teach kids to have a real prayer life. I just imagine if we spent the time and energy and effort that we did with sports or reading or whatever to teach kids to pray, we would have some very spiritually mature young people on our hands. And what would happen in their lives and in the community's life if that were the case? The final thing I want to say is this, that we won't get it perfect, and that's okay. Because the one who does the heavy lifting, who does the real teaching, is the Holy Spirit. It's not us. Just as, you know, our job as parents is to feed our kids, to make sure they have nourishment, to make sure they sleep, to make sure they get medicine when they're sick. But we don't, we're not responsible for making the cells in their body divide and make their bodies grow, right? The same way as we come alongside kids and teach them to pray and model prayer for them, it's God who makes them grow, and he will because Jesus is real. And every single kid in here can have a real relationship with him. And prayer is how that happens. So that's what I want to tell you this morning. And I don't know I don't know why I'm emotional now, but I think it's because I think it's because I see the potential. Potential in this room, all these children and young people. So let's teach them to pray. Amen.